So Australia have confirmed their first four cases of coronavirus. Malaysia has confirmed three cases. France has reported the first cases in Europe as well. And joining us now is the China correspondent for The Telegraph in the UK, Sophia Yan. Sophia, thank you for being on the program. What is the latest? Well, the numbers continue to increase. We've got now um, 2,000 confirmed cases deaths rising to 56. And this could just be the tip of the iceberg. Disease modeling experts are saying that the numbers could be as high as 10,000 infected people in Wuhan alone. And that's the epicenter of the outbreak. So this, of course, is already spread across the country and even abroad. So if experts are thinking that the situation is far greater than we know right now, this could be uh, this could scale up in many ways around the world. So the Chinese government are now saying that this is gravely serious. How much do you think international media are getting an accurate gauge of just how serious it is? Well, I, I, again, I think that this is just the tip of the iceberg. We're just starting to learn more and more about this virus. I just interviewed a man whose mother developed symptoms and died within 10 days. She kept getting turned away uh, at three hospitals in Wuhan. They said she had a cold, they gave her basic meds. Even after a CT scan showed shadows in her lungs, they didn't test her for the coronavirus. Uh, It wasn't until after she passed away uh, at the funeral home, they brought her corpse in a body bag and that's when the staff told the family that she was contagious. And doctors later hinted that she had, quote, that type of pneumonia. So, you know, that's an example of a case that wasn't counted in the official words that the government is releasing. And it could be due really to this capacity problem. There are people who are sick, like this this one case I just mentioned, who are being turned away. There's not enough space, not enough patient beds, not enough doctors. And so as capacity scales up, which the Chinese government is trying to do, they've announced plans to build two new hospitals in the next weeks, uh, next two weeks. Uh, as that scales up, we might get even more numbers coming through. So how worried are people? So as you say, you're in Beijing, uh, which is some distance from Wuhan. Uh, you know, are people on the streets of Beijing particularly worried about this? Absolutely. People are wearing face masks, um, different public areas, elevators, rail stations across the country actually are all being disinfected regularly. There's a sense of concern because this is a very fast developing situation. There's a lot that scientists still don't know about the virus uh, and that's creating confusion. It's adding to the panic. Now, the Chinese government has for a very long time told the entire country that it's got everyone's back. So some people feel somewhat reassured They think that the government will fix everything. That's at least what they've been told all this time. But you have to remember that this is a country of 1.4 billion people who have lived through a lot. They still remember the SARS outbreak. And in recent years, they've lived through a number of scandals, expired vaccines, uh, bad meat, infant formula that was tainted and killed babies. So they're very much shell-shocked. You know, they, they want to trust the government to a certain extent, but they can't forget all that they've lived through before. And this is just the latest example of something that could spiral completely out of control. At this point in time, how does it compare to SARS? You know, is, is this tracking to be something which, which could be worse than SARS? It's very hard to tell. It, really, it's too early to say. Experts uh, that have studied the virus say it's 80% similar to the SARS virus. But again, this is just the early days in, in terms of being able to clock the scale of the problem. It's very hard to compare because there are so many changes. You know, SARS, it was quite clear um, the symptoms that people were developing. And there were a few, quote, uh, super spreaders, so-called super spreaders, who uh, eventually doctors and experts could trace uh, certain people who were traveling and infecting others. 
this time around, it doesn't seem to be the case. That doesn't seem to be the case. And uh, this, the, the latest development really with the science is that researchers are confirming more cases of people who've been infected that are not showing any symptoms. And what that means is that it's getting much harder for authorities screening uh, people who are traveling. They're looking really for a high temperature, for a fever. So without telltale signs to be looking for, this just makes it that much more difficult for authorities trying to curb the situation. There's been a lot of talk about the lockdown for Wuhan. Practically speaking, how do you lock down a city of 11 million people? What, is it, what does it actually mean? <laughs> you know, this is where China, I think, really can stand out. You know, the, the rail, the transport, the airlines, they're all state-owned. And so the government can order them to shut down. You know, that can take some time, of course, you're right, 11 million people, it's possible some are slipping through the cracks. Um, but China has a lot of experience in restricting the movement of its people. There are a lot of groups, minority groups that are routinely persecuted in China and Tibet and Xinjiang. And so, you know, uh, unfortunately, the government has a lot of experience doing that. So now they can leverage that in this kind of situation, locking down Wuhan and actually now about 18 total cities, I believe. Uh, are under a similar travel ban, just trying to contain the situation. You know, the idea is to get everybody to stay at home uh, during this Chinese New Year holiday period instead of going out and celebrating with family and friends. And the hope is that if everyone's staying at home, that nobody will then be further exposed or need un- unnecessarily exposed to the virus. And, and one final very quick question. Uh, the talk of those hospitals being built in just a few days' time has captured headlines around the world. Are, are these going to be temporary little hospitals or are these going to be full-spec hospitals created within just a few days? Uh, the government hasn't made that very clear yet. Uh, they are putting together one hospital that's about 1,000 beds and the other one is 1,200 beds. So this will mean uh, the capacity issue is scaled up very quickly and it's meant to deal specifically with the coronavirus cases that have been confirmed but again there are a lot of people who are showing up now seeking medical treatment uh, who have symptoms that indicate that they could possibly have this virus but they're not getting tested and you can't get into one of these specialized coronavirus hospitals unless you've been tested and uh, confirmed by the uh, local health authorities.